Oh my. Oh my lord. Hey. That's me. It's Jake. Yep. I'm here. I'm here. We're doing it. What day is it? It's Tuesday. I know that. I know what day it is. You know what day it is? Surely you do. Surely you do. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get everything squared away so you can see me. I can see you. Uh, got my beverage. Mm. Um, and we're off to the races. Looks like six people are here. I'm just trying to see who's here on the, uh, on the other device. Oh, that's not me. Well, anyway, I'm here. Let me get the, oh, let me switch to the other. Let me switch to my show glasses. These are my tiny walking around glasses. These are my show glasses. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> and that's a little bit better. Uh, why can't I see today's show on the pad of eyes? Oh, there we go. I think, I think I got it now. I think I got her figured out. Got this. Oh, Sharon. Hey there. Good to see you. Um, suspenseful suspenders, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. We're all doing it. Um, I just clicked to expand. Keith, you're here from Florida. Oh, everybody's here. Bob's here. Darren's here. Dave, Dave, uh, Joan. Yes, it's today. Yes, it's today, Darren. It is today. Wompity womp. Sharon and Brad and Julie are here. Six degrees and 45 mile per hour winds there in, uh, Bob, I can't remember. New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, <coughs> you elected to pass on the snowshoeing. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be going swimming today. I did go for a big bike ride today. Um, I, I bet it's about 25 miles or so. Oops. Something just fritzed out on me. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but I've got the Bible. I haven't pre-read the story, so there's not going to be any confusion about that. I've just been on this massive bike ride, like I said. So, um, so I've just, uh, I'm going to, I'm, we're winging it. How's that different from the other days? Oh, you know, roughly, roughly, roughly similar to the other days. Sorry, we're having trouble playing this. Oh my God. What happens when you want to, what, why, why doesn't it, why doesn't it do what you want it to do when you want it to do it? Um, am I not connected to the internet? Anyway, I'm just trying to make things. Ah, oh, Laura, hello there. Uh, now what? You're in Gulfport, Mississippi, Laura. Oh, back on the plane to get back to Atlanta. How'd you, you went to Gulfport and you're coming back before we even knew you were, knew you were uh, not in Atlanta. This is, this is great. You're, you're a, you're a busy woman. That is what's going on with you. <laughs> oh my God, now what? Uh, oh, there, I can see myself now. I think I've got the inter internet uh, internet connection working. Um, mm. Pick, you got your first Moderna shot today. Congratulations. I got a link sent to me by one of my buddies who works for the county who says, you know, you can, um, you can make an appointment for people who are not, under 65, who are under 65, not seniors. And so I clicked on it, made an appointment and Lady Jerry also has an appointment. So we're scheduled for our, uh, to get our first shot on Thursday. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if it's real. It's like you make the appointment and then it goes, oh, you're going to get it. Um, you're going to, you're going to get the shot. Don't worry. You got your appointment, but it doesn't send you a confirmation email. It doesn't give you a thing to shoot a screenshot with. It just says, you got it. 
I forgot what time I said signed up for. I, I'm pretty sure it was 11, uh, 11 to noon, and then Lady Jerry signed up from 1 to one to 2 because by the time I texted her the link, that was already f filled out. So anyway, Bob, you're saying instead of a children's Bible, can we start using an ancient aliens Bible? Well, we can alternate. We can work that in. I'm happy to do an ancient aliens Bible, but uh, you're going to have to <laughs> put a link in the chat where I go to get that. Um and I'll order one, and we can do some ancient aliens Bible work. New York sour ingredients is two ounces of rye whiskey or bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice, freshly squeezed, three-quarters ounce simple syrup shake with the ice and strain, half ounce red wine float on top. Darren, <coughs> I've heard of this, float the red wine on top of the uh, whiskey drink. I, I, I saw someone doing that in a, one of those... Uh, they had a mixologist on one of these corporate gigs I did, and he was doing that trick with the wine. It seems like a crazy use of wine, but uh, you don't get to be a mixologist by just mixing bourbon and water. That's not how mixology works, I can tell you that. Mm. Yeah, Laura, you are sneaky. Sneaking off to Gulfport, back to Atlanta. Rich to huge. Happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday, Rich. It's Monday somewhere. No, it's not. It's not Monday anywhere right now. Um, but, uh, we're getting into it. Why don't we get on with the Bible? What, well, let's talk about the Bible story. I didn't even preview it yesterday because yesterday's show was a, such a corker. I had a bike ride down to Manhattan beach today, had lunch with one of my New Orleans jazz fest friends and, uh, rode back just in time to do the, the show. So today's, today's, uh, children's Bible, ancient aliens Bible, uh, coming up, uh, next week. <laughs> Or, or as soon as I get that dang thing, as soon as I get that ancient aliens Bible, I'm going to start reading stories out of it. You better believe it. Um, so today's story is Moses in the bulrushes. It's about time for Moses to show up in this children's Bible. Uh, in Egypt, a new Pharaoh came to the throne. Since Joseph's time, the Cho Joseph, who you may recall from the Technicolor Dreamcoat, um, the children of Israel had grown powerful and numerous. And the new king was frightened that they would overrun his country. Oh, my God. Everybody's afraid of the Jewish people. I, I get it. Uh, they're formidable. But uh, relax, I guess. History tells us nobody's going to relax about this. All right. We must take precautions against them, he said to his counselors, this pharaoh. I'm not liking the way this Moses in the bulrushes starts off. If war breaks out... They might side with our enemies and defeat us. Well, that's true of almost ever, anybody. Uh, first, he gave orders that the Israelites should be treated as slaves and made to work gangs, building roads and cities. Then he made a ruling that any male child born to an Israelite, Israelite woman should immediately be put to death. <sighs> I'm not crazy about the Pharaoh, ladies and gentlemen. I've heard this story before, of course, as we all have. Um, but, uh, I'm not crazy about the Pharaoh right now. <laughs> Thanks for the link to the ancient aliens Bible. <laughs> Bob, I can see that. Um, all right. For the first three months of the baby's life. Okay. No, oh, hang on. Now, now there was a young married woman of the tribe of Levi, and this is not, it could be the genes, uh, but this is before the genes who had recently given birth to a boy. Both parents were delighted, as he would be when the baby's born, 
and they made up their minds that their son should escape Pharaoh's cruel command. Well, listen, who, who's like willingly hauling their, uh, their kid up like, hey, yeah, fair is fair. Here's my kid. Go ahead. Put him to death. Nobody's doing that. So they're going to try and avoid Pharaoh's rules. For, so for the first three months of the baby's life, his mother managed to hide him in the house. But soon he grew too big to hide. And she knew she could no longer keep him. Well, this is why you need some hiding places in your house that are big enough to hire, hide a teenager. And then you wouldn't be faced with this problem. But that, that's, that's your tip for the day. Get some hiding spots that are big enough for a teenager in your house. Start today. Do it now. With a heavy heart, she made a covered cradle out of dried reeds, which she made watertight by covering with tar and clay. That's something that you just have around the house back in Pharaoh times that we don't have. I don't have any tar and clay around the house right now. I'd have to go out and get that to the Home Depot. And if I'm going to the Home Depot, I'm going to get uh, one of those $6 buckets. <laughs> I'm going to make a little boat out of that. Um, anyway, in this, she tenderly placed her baby and left him hidden among the bulrushes on the banks of the Nile. Uh, all this was watched by the baby's sister who remained near at hand so that she could see what would happen. It was not long before Pharaoh's daughter, accompanied by her maids, came down to the river to bathe. Catching sight of the little cradle, she sent one of the girls to bring it to her. As the princess gently removed the cover, the baby began to cry, and her heart was touched. This must be a Hebrew child, she said. Yeah, there's no flies on this Pharaoh's daughter, is there? Uh... At that moment, the baby's sister came forward and curtsied low to the princess and asked if she could be of help. Shall I find a nurse from among the Hebrew women to look after the baby, she said. The princess was delighted by the suggestion. What a good idea! And the girl ran quickly home to fetch her mother. Go, oh, clever. The princess was happy to employ the woman. If you will look after the boy, she said, I will pay you well. So the baby's real mother was able to bring him up. In time, the pharaoh's daughter, who had grown to love the child, adopted him as her son. I will call him Moses, which means to draw out, she said, because I drew him out of the water. Ha! That's why she called him Moses. But let me tell you something. Moses is going to be leading, leading some people out. Spoiler alert. Later in the book. Anyway, um, so that I'd forgotten that detail of the Moses and the bulrushes story about, about how, uh, how they, they tricked the Pharaoh. So Moses, Jewish son, his parents figure out a way to get their son raised in the Pharaoh's palace, castle, whatever, by his real mother. And that, that is pretty impressive. Um, these Bible stories are impressive, but, uh, yeah, I could hands, you know, salute to Moses's mom and sister and, uh, <laughs> the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh's sweet daughter, um, played a small role, but, uh, un, un uh, you know, she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> Steve Martin made a great Pharaoh rich. Yes. Bingo. That is true. Um, Scott, greetings to you. Is there a children's version of the Koran? <laughs> Diversity is a good thing. Pick. Oh, my goodness. The children's Koran. Uh, that's another thing we should be searching for after the show today. Um, 
All right, so I'm clicking uh, just to make sure that I get to get the Ancient Aliens Bible. Darren saying, be careful, the clinic I'm at has people using forwarded links from others. Had over 100 bogus clients show up in one day. Not cool. Yeah, Darren, I, this is the thing. I'm not positive. Um, I don't think that I'm bogus because my friends, the the header on the page for the thing said non-seniors. And my friend who works for the county sent me the link. But yeah, I'm hoping that I'm not going to be a not cool person. But Lady Jerry said, look, if we get there and we're not cool, we're going to just apologize and F off. And accidents happen. But supposedly, this link was for people who are non-seniors. But anyway, I'm doing the best I can. Also, 65 is the cutoff. I'm 60. Um, maybe I'm not cool, but I'm only slightly not cool. I'm not as not cool as my uh, friend who's much younger than me, who also has made an appointment. Mm. So we got the Ancient Aliens Bible. We got the Children's Koran. We got a lot of things that we're getting ready for for next week. Um... And then where are we? Darren's talking about the King's Tut song, Steve Martin being the Pharaoh. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Paulson is saying, uh, I've been hiding my teenager since April 2020. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm hiding a teenager the same way here in the house. Oh, I like this, Darren. You got the breakdown of Joseph's brothers. That is that is, uh, that is nice. Uh, thank you for filling that filling that out. Yeah, Benjamin, the youngest. We know about him. Um, uh, where are we? Lots of strong, smart, strong women in the Bible pick. Yes, true. Absolutely true. And I've got a letter from a smart, strong woman who is not in the Bible, but, uh, I've got a letter from grandma that I'm going to be reading now. Greg Snyder, your body is making antibodies on its own right now. Lucky you. Yes. Lucky you. Mine's making antibodies too. Um, uh, I, I mean, I don't feel super worried about it. Uh, day seven of the first Pfizer, day three of the serious mental fatigue. It's getting old. I put hair gel on my toothbrush today. Yeah, Dave, you got to separate the hair gel and the toothpaste. This is a mistake that my father made numerous times in my childhood. And it could have also been related to the pitcher of Manhattans that he would drink before bed. But uh, let me tell you something. Uh, you want to separate, keep the Brill cream and the toothpaste in separate locations, and that's going to help you out. Um, so what have I got here? Oh, well, today's letter from Grandma is actually um, a letter from Charlotte, it looks like. But uh, that's all right. And it's from, um, when is it from? July of uh, 1982. So I'm uh, 22 years old. This is my letter to me on my birthday when I was 22. Uh, Darren, I'm glad you love the letters from Grandma. Here it comes. All right. Uh, July 28th. Happy birthday. Uh, Grandma and I have been waiting to send your birthday card when we learned of your new address. Evidently, I've just moved. Uh, oh, so this is to my, uh, this is actually to my cousin's address. And uh, I moved, I wasn't staying with her, but I moved to a street. I moved into an apartment at, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if this was at one Ashbury or not, but I lived at one Ashbury for a while. And, uh, and then my cousin moved just down the block. Uh, they've been waiting to send, we've been waiting for your mom to send us your address, um, or you to send it. She says, she said you moved to another apartment and they said they had a nice time in San Francisco. 
Uh, I wouldn't mind making that trip myself. Charlotte's trying to invite herself to San Francisco. She never did come out and visit. Um, she could have. Uh, it just... Uh, it would, have been, it would have been weird. I was living in a kind of a bachelor apartment with another guy who uh, <laughs> who was gay and who was living the life that he wanted to be living. It would have been very strange for my aunt to come and visit at that time. Uh, your mom said you went to Washington State to visit a girlfriend. I did. That was one person that I was in love with that didn't, wor- didn't, uh, didn't work out a few weeks ago. I thought your friend... Uh, Stacy was nice. She was nice. That also didn't work out for me, uh, for different reasons. I hope when you choose a mate, you will find a very lovely person. And it turns out I did, Aunt Charlotte. Uh, Grandma and I went to Decorah, Iowa last Saturday. We went to the Nordic Fests. Mostly I went there to see a friend from Park Ridge, Illinois, that I hadn't seen in two years she lived in Fort Dodge, which is where my aunt lived when she was a teacher, when I was there. have known her for 30 years. Mm. As someone who now knows people for 30 years, that is a long time. Uh, she has had uh, surgery, uh, kidney stone operation in February. She's bothered with arthritis. Oh, these are the things that happen to you as you get to be a person who's known people for 30 years. Uh, we had a nice time. We went to the Norwegian Supper and saw lots of exhibits. It's 100 miles from Lincoln to Decorah. We drove up and back in one day. So, and Charlotte's not old yet. I've been doing a lot of mowing at home. <laughs> she loved to mow the lawn. She had a push mower. She loved to mow the lawn. Aunt Charlotte was tough. She was. She would have had to have been in her 50s or even 60s. She could hold her arm out like this and I could hang from my knees from her arm when I was, you know, like a nine, ten-year-old. Um, all right. She's, uh, grass grows a lot during this humid weather. I did some painting on the house, but it's been too hot for that. 90 degrees. Today is a lovely day. Only 82. Our tiger lilies are in bloom. They were in bloom when you were born. Hmm, That's sort of a sweet detail, isn't it? We took a picture of the flowers, Grandma and I, before we drove to Iowa City to see you when you were born. Grandma was there at the apartment. My birthday was July 1st. I mowed our lawn that day. (laughs) Mowed the lawn on her birthday. Uh, I don't know your address, so I'll probably mail this card to you in care of your cousin Rita's address. I understand she was to be on vacation the end of July, so... Mrs. Johansson said, that's Rita's and my grandmother, uh, other grandmother. Uh, Grandma and I went to Gladbrook, Gladbrook's Corn Carnival, and saw the parade last Friday. Oh, the Corn Carnival parade in Gladbrook is not to be missed. Um, I think I saw a lawn chair drill team there where they had those lawn chairs and they would spin them around and then slam them on the ground and fold them out and then sit down in them. Pretty, it's not to be missed. Uh, Lincoln will celebrate their centennial June 3, 4, 5, 1983. They've been making lots of plans and selling lots of souvenirs already. Man, I wish I had some souvenirs of the Lincoln centennial. I think I have a souvenir beer can from the Gladbrook centennial. This was, uh, Gladbrook beer from Gladbrook centennial, uh, July 17th through 20th, 1980. 
this is where my my father's parents lived in Iowa. This is uh, Gladbrook uh, Centennial beer. You can see I drank it, but uh, I still have the can. Who saves the can from the town where their paternal grandparents lived and that had they had their centennial hundred year anniversary? I do. That's who. Uh, it's all in here, everybody. Um, I wish you the best of everything. We're sorry you didn't get your card on time. We wanted to help celebrate your birthday by sending you a card. We love you. Hope all is going well with you. I'm enclosing $5 for your birthday. So happy 21st birthday to me, $5. Would have gone further then than it did, than it does now. Um, (laughs) This is my birthday card for someone special. Happy birthday. You can see it's not really the regular size birthday card that you would get. Um, but it's, you know, anyway, I'm not complaining about the birthday card I was sent or the $5 or the sweet sentiment or the fact that they took pictures of the flowers in their garden when they came to see my mom, uh, in the hospital when I was born. That was pretty good. Uh, (laughs) I didn't save everything a day, but I did save a lot of things. (laughs) Here we're, let's, uh, um, oh, all right. So I'm just kind of going back through the comments here to see, to catch up and see if there's anything that I missed. Um, oh, you got to wait 90 days or you can get sick between your vaccines. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to wait the 90, um, Jimmy, you mowed the lawn on your birthday. Congratulations, brother. That's uh, that's a power move. That's a power move. Nobody can call you a slacker if you mowed the lawn on your birthday. And you only have to do it once, I think. Pick, um, <laughs> you're saying you hope I rinse this can out? <laughs> yeah, what, whatever was in this can, is it's had its chance to hurt me. Um, Ed, you're saying, wasn't the other cafe uh, located in the Haight-Ashbury? It's the first club you saw me in? Yes, Ed, it was. It was located at the corner of Carl and Cole, right where the Enjuda comes out of the tunnel in Cole Valley as it heads to the beach. Uh, if, you've been dosed with, if you've been diagnosed with COVID-19, the current recommendation is to wait 90 days from the infection until you get your vaccine, Dr. Ellis Yarian said. That's because your body may react even more strongly to the shots if you've already fought off the actual virus. Oh my gosh. <coughs> well, goodness sakes. So there's quality doctor advice here in the comments. If you believe doctors, I do. Um, I believe doctors. I believe professionals. I believe in grandma and aunt Charlotte. I enjoyed that letter from today. <laughs> Jimmy, you love that she refers to the other grandma as Mrs. Johansson. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's old school. Um, oh, Greg, you're on the last day of COVID isolation. Well, uh, congratulations on having made the isolation. I hope you're feeling better. I'm assuming that means because you had the virus and, uh, can't wait to get you back out in the world. Can't wait for all of us to get back out in the world. Mm. Although my understanding is once you've had the, uh, the vaccination, you're not supposed to be just launching yourself right out into the universe. You're supposed to, you're supposed to still be wearing a mask and taking it easy and taking precautions and trying to protect your fellow human beings. (laughs) You remember those people? Yeah. Uh, 
Greg, you're saying you you were you were crazy sick and now just not as sick and not spreading the germs to everybody. Yeah, thank goodness, thank goodness. Um, well, good for you. Good for good for you for isolating yourself. And I'm sorry that you felt sick. I'm sorry that sorry for everybody who's felt sick and the people we've lost and all that whatnot. Texas just opened up all their businesses and lifted their mask mandate. Well, Laura, that's uh, that doesn't surprise me. Texas, Texas is, uh, they're running a little bit of an experiment down there and good for them. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think that that means that everybody in Texas is going to quit wearing their mask. I hope, but certainly some people will, but Texas has been kind of do what you want to for a while. And I think, I think more and more it's going to be, as we get back to do what you want to, it's going to be do what you want to. And some people are not going to want to. So, uh, I don't know about what everybody else is going to do, and I'm trying not to judge other people. I'm just going to play it uh, safe for myself. I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm going to try and not have too much contact. I'm not going to be jumping right out there and trying to do shows right away. Lady Jerry and I are going to be doing some traveling and camping and, and uh, being in the uh, <laughs> truck camper over the summer. And then, uh, and then maybe in the fall, I'll be doing some shows. Yeah, Texas Ed. Yes, exact. That's what I mean. Texas is going to run an, an experiment with 29.4 million participants. Yeah, well, I know. And we've got Californians moving to Texas to participate in that, uh, in that uh, experiment. People are moving from here to there. Yeah, Laura. Yeah, Governor Abbott of Texas. He's a, he's a confusing guy, but he's none of my business. I'm not in Texas. I didn't vote for that guy. I got opinions about him, but if you live in Texas, you got to vote for who you got to vote for, and then you got to live with the result. That's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, you're going to always wear a mask. You look way younger. Yeah, I, I everything's still open in Florida. Yeah, no, Keith. Yeah, Florida's also Florida's also cowboying it up, and uh, you know. I, I, I wish we, I wish we were, I wish we could, I, I wish it was safe to go back to normal. I don't feel like it's safe. What do I know? I'm a comedian who's in his room. I've still got, I've got a beer can that's left over from 1980. Uh, <laughs> Saving that mofo. Um, masks are great. You don't have to wear makeup pick. Excellent. I like that. Um, no, Laura, you're talking about your numbers are ridiculous in Georgia. Yeah, uh, Keith is in Florida. I can tell you that, Laura, but he'll answer you, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you, David, you're saying you got to use all your masks, don't want to waste them. I know, I got some, my mom has made some good masks, and she's still making them. So uh, I'm, I like, I, <coughs> I like them as a fashion statement. And now my, my philosophy is in the neighborhood, if I'm going out for a walk, I have the mask in my hand on my finger this finger usually. And then if someone, I see someone coming 50 yards away, I put the mask on, but otherwise I don't have the, I don't have the mask on. Um, <laughs> the good, the good thing about the pandemic, Julie, is that you can eat an Oreo and just go out in public. Yeah. You don't have to get it out of your teeth. Yeah. It's great. Um, Julie, you're in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, the club is open. I would, I, it would sort of be fun to me to have that be the place that, that that was the last place I played before the pandemic, and that's the first place I play after the pandemic. Um, the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. It's a great club. Uh, Lewis, the guy who owns it, is terrific, and the local comedian scene in, in Minneapolis is is really amazing. They've just got some really funny guys there. Um, 
If you get a chance to see Derek Hughes in Minneapolis, I highly recommend Derek. He's a comedian and also an amazing magician. Uh, so there you go. There's your entertainment tip, Minneapolis. Sleep tight and good luck. Uh, Ouija, you're loving your masks. You have five different cloth masks that you wear over the standard mask. Oh, interesting. You're going the double mask layer. I haven't gone double mask yet. Um, Laura, you're saying next week you're traveling to Massachusetts and they require a negative COVID test upon entry from high-risk states, which turns out is all of them except North Dakota. North Dakota and Hawaii. South Dakota is, man, that's a, that state's crazy. And North Dakota's right above it. But I guess North Dakota's safe. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, you're saying when this pandemic is over, do you, I think we're going to act weird in public like homeschool people? Uh, I don't want to get too down on homeschool people because uh, I do think it's a kind of a interesting commitment that parents make. And a friend of mine homeschooled her kids not... My friend Stacy, I think it was, but I may not be from the letter from Grandma Charlotte. Um, not because maybe it wasn't Stacy, but one of my friends in the Midwest homeschooled her kids, and I always thought you homeschool your kids because the school is not religious enough. But actually, it turns out it's the opposite. People end up homeschooling their kids because the public school is too religiousy. Um, so, um, so there, I'm trying to get Lady Jerry in the shot behind me. I'm looking at the caught up in my own. Um, you're going to Wisconsin, Keith, you have to bring your vaccination car. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm going to, I'm ready to get my vaccination. Darren, you're saying new mutations are going to kick in 50% to 70% more contagious slash viral. Uh, not only should you mask, consider double mask, consider double mask and a butt plug, you know, better safe than sorry. Um, Yeah, I got a great mask. I can't remember what the company was, but I looked up a company to get a merino, a merino wool mask to wear under a supplemental other mask, and I'm really enjoying that. Um, <laughs> you're wearing a cloth mask over your N95 mask uh, as an N95 cozy. Dave, That is, I think that's as safe as you can get. Laura, best of luck. Safe journey, uh, safe journey home. Um <clears throat> Jimmy, butt plug, ha, ha, ha. Yes, butt plug, ha, ha, ha. Um, all right. And speaking of which, uh, let's fire up the fart machine. Check the fun meter. I don't know why we don't, didn't do this sooner in the show, because it turns out we're having fun right now. And that's, pot, that's great news, isn't it? That's great news. It is great news. Um, what, else, what else can we do? I can take my temperature. I can do all the things. I'm going to ask myself a question from the question box. And then uh, get the hell out of here. 98.6. Ooh, I'm a little bit warm. This bike ride has probably warmed me up. I have to admit, there was a Bloody Mary with lunch. Um, doc doctors are recommending. Uh, Mr. Predicto, do doctors recommend a Bloody Mary with lunch? It has been determined so. I thought so. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Predicto. Um... Let's take a question from the question box. How do you define success? And uh, I define success by the amount of your time you are in control of. If you have control of most of your day, that is 
that is a success. If you have control of most of the days of your year, you are successful. And if you're able to do the things that you enjoy during that time, when you have control of your time, you're a success. So it's not about money. It's about time. It's about time and uh, doing what you do, what you want to, as the rebirth said. Dave, you're saying, Mr. Butterdicto, I feel like Mr. Predicto really did us a solid right there. Oh, I'm not positive of that. I'm, I'm ruling that out as today's seize the day, and I'm going for this seize the day. Um, all right, what, what do you got there, Greg? Uh, in L.A., most kids are homeschooled because they also have acting careers and they still have a flexible schedule. Yes, I have seen that. But uh, child actors can grow up to be troubled uh, adults. Not always. Sometimes. We've got a friend whose kid's a child actor, and he's doing great. Um, all right. Today's uh, season today is from uh, Michelle Ruiz. Oh, hang on. What? What am I thinking? It's time for Seize the Day. Seize the Day. It's time for Seize the Day. We're going to seize it, but first got to blink the sign because I have a sign that says Seize the Day. And if I had a sign that said, uh, don't give up, there'll be plenty of time to give up later, I would blink that as well. Um, if people are doubting how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. If people are doubting how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. That is a good seize the day. Don't waste your time standing around telling your haters to shut the hell up. Get as far away from them as you can, as fast as you can. And uh, thank you. Uh, it was a good story today. Moses and the Bull Rushes. Good letter from Grandma. We'll be back tomorrow. I've got... Uh, I've got a couple of lists for animals for tomorrow. What are we going to do tomorrow? Um, capybara. I think tomorrow's animal is going to be the capybara. So it's capybara Wednesday. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later, and you don't want to give up before capybara Wednesday, do you? Um, love to love you all, and I will see you tomorrow.